Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to SpotCast, episode 44. My name is Tim Mitchell, and I'm in Kile on the island of Maui in Hawaii this week. And uh, Jonathan and I are not able to join me today, so I'm just going to do this one solo. So to start off, we have some fact check. Last week I mentioned Coca-Cola's bottling for um, Star Wars, and uh, we were talking about uh, various types of things in cans and uh, recycling, especially with Jason Momoa's uh, push for water. And it turned out, as I was looking into Coca-Cola's canned products and the biggest canned product that they have. The biggest seller is canned coffee. And that's in related to the, that's a worldwide export. We also talked about in the past, number one's name. Um, number one has always been uh, a unique character in that she doesn't actually have a first name. That's sort of a known thing in the Star Trek universe. So, and of course, in the, final, in the finale, they didn't mention her name when she was on trial. Uh, the quote that Han Solo uses in uh, Star Wars, the original Star Wars movie about uh, when he's trying to put down uh, Luke's face. He says, hokey religions and ancient weapons are no substitute for good blaster at your side. Who are the headlines? Jonathan has posted uh, an article here about Michelle Yeoh talking about Section 31, her new series, um, not officially titled Section 31, that's just a, a working title for now, will not be recorded or filmed until after the end of Discovery Season 3. So that's going to be coming out soon, and uh, Michelle Yeoh is pretty excited about the fact that her character uh, Emperor Georgiou is uh, quite unique, and uh, she expands, plans to expand, or the writers plan to expound on the sort of more sinister side of the Emperor in the, in the Section 31 series that's coming up. Um, Jonathan's also posted here that uh, Aftermath, there's an Aftermath uh, coming for, uh, for Discovery Season 2, and that is that we, if you remember in the finale, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen this yet, uh, we leave Spock and Pike, Captain Pike in the uh, current universe, and 24th I believe it is, and uh, maybe it's 23rd, I don't know, we'll maybe fact check that for next week. The uh, Aftermath is a comic series that is coming out that's going to expand on the adventures of Spock at least and maybe a little bit of Captain Pike but and that sort of will hopefully soothe the uh, appetites that people have for a Captain Pike uh, series to follow uh, his adventures but at least at least it will cover Spock's transition from Discovery to the original series Spock as we know him I posted a story here about uh, Captain Marvel that a gentleman has recorded a Guinness Book of World Record uh, for watching Captain Marvel 150 116 times. Um, name is Steve Rupel, and he spent o- over $1,400 US uh, watching the movie. At one point, he watched it seven times in 24 hours, and of course, it was a witness there to recognize, to witness the fact that he was watching these things, but I mean, who has that kind of time? I guess this guy does. Um, now, by the time this recording has come out, uh, I'm sure that all three of us, Jaime, myself, and, and uh, Jonathan, will have seen Avengers Endgame. I saw it uh, two nights ago here in Hawaii, a large 
large in a small theater, which with nice comfy seats. Jonathan and Xavier, number one fan, Xavier went to see uh, Avengers Endgame shortly before that. And I'm sure by now Jaime has seen it as well. That said, we'll talk about Avengers on Avengers Endgame on the next uh, next episode of Spotcast for sure. But uh, I just thought this was posted. I posted this in our notes just before um, Endgame came out. So we were hoping to record last week before on you know Wednesday when Endgame would be coming out on Thursdays and Fridays in most theaters. And it was interesting that uh, certain fans had put to put forward their theories of how they thought Endgame would end. And so this is not really spoilers for Endgame. This is sort of just some fun sort of things. This is all based on what people had seen in the trailer. So uh, Hawkeye is seen in the beginning of the trailer uh, showing uh, teaching his daughter how to shoot an bow and arrow. So people were thinking that um, one of the theories was that the Hawkeye would uh, hand down his his role as uh, as the, the archer in the Avengers uh, to become to somehow solve the thing. Um, another theory is that there's one one more Infinity Stone that uh, we don't know about, and hopefully that somehow called the Ego Gem, and somehow people would find this and uh, be able to uh, to change the course of uh, of what happens after uh, Thanos to beat defeat defeat Thanos and uh, and uh, where we go. So I won't spoil the, how Thanos is defeated in the uh, in the final end game. Uh, in case you haven't seen it, another theory is that Loki didn't actually die. He, as if you remember in the original Avengers uh, Infinity War, uh, he dies quite early in the movie, and so some people think that perhaps he didn't die. Maybe it's a hologram of him or something, and, and he's the way to go. Uh, another theory is that there's an alternate universe, and that's where the people that were you know dissolved in the end of Infinity War and some some in Ant Man as well. Th- these people would end up uh, inside of uh, inside of an alternate universe and somehow come come forward and save the day. Um, another theory is the Soul Stone contains all the supposed dead people, so uh, wasn't really revealed until Thanos did his sacrifice of Gamora. So some theorize that Gamora didn't really die and she'll somehow come back. And another theory is that uh, Nick Fury had been planning Thanos' uh, defeat or demise all along, and somehow Nick Fury would come back in an ashtray and somehow save save the day. Those are the theories that uh, people put forward, and hopefully by the time you you'll get a chance to see Endgame, you'll get to see whether or not these any of these hold any any chunk of truth in them at all. There was a bit of a spoiler in a couple of things I said there, so hopefully uh, you'll put piece together them as Easter eggs, I suppose. Um, another follow-up item here from regarding the Oscars and the Academy Awards. Um, streaming movies will are still eligible for um, consideration in the uh, Oscar contention. Um, the, the rule that they had to be uh, viewable in L.A. for, I think, a week at a time uh, still stands, so they still have to put the movies into, into uh, distribution, but also now they can d- be distributed in New York as well as L.A. That's a new sort of ruling. Uh, there's a few other rulings that they've added more categories for makeup and dressmaking, I believe, and costuming. Um, there's like another one, too. But uh, the the thing is that Steven Spielberg had argued against allowing um, for uh, Oscar, for things to be, because he considered it had to be in the theater, but, uh, but no, they've, they've defeated this idea. And the, and, you know, the benefit for Netflix, of course, is that they can, at the same time as they release the uh, movie into the theaters, they can also release it into 90 countries at the same time. So at this on the same day, and it's available 24-7, so they get quite a, quite a lot of reach compared to, I suppose, movies in the uh, in the theory. Oh, the other one was that foreign language films are now called International Feature Film Award. That was the other change that I was trying to remember. Oh, and anima- animated films are now, oh, sorry, only animated films are, are considered to be uh, eligible if they air in New York and Los a- or Los Angeles. So that's that's a, a new ruling. Not that movies are, as I said earlier. Um, Star Trek is also green-lighted and animated series for uh, Nickelodeon Network. And so that'll be coming out soon um and that will uh, be let's see what does it say here so they'd already had you know animated series in lower deck 
back. Uh, All Access had, had sort of done that, but um, yeah, so we'll continue to have some more water for people who can't get enough Star Trek these days. So, um, yeah, so that's Nickelodeon bringing that forward. And who put that one forward? That was, uh, oh, Jaime, sorry. Jaime put that one forward. Jaime is also, or Jonathan's also put forward a, uh, a headline here saying the Netflix faces a future purge as well. Um, a lot of shows are now leaving Netflix because of the other networks opening up. Disney, uh, NBC Universal has announced that they're going to have a streaming service. So, um, that, so NBC Universal would take away The Office, which is considered to be one of the biggest, uh, biggest sellers on Netflix in terms of what people watch. So that's going to be a hit. They're losing, you know, Disney. So they're losing Star Wars. They're losing, uh, The Simpsons is going over to Disney because they own the Fox catalog. Um, and a few other large names. Um, quite a bit of programming is disappearing from Netflix. So it'll be interesting. Netflix is, of course, they'll just replace it with, oh, there's another one, Warner, Warner Media is another one that's coming out soon. And that makes up 40% of what people watch on Netflix. So those like The Crown and Friends will disappear, disappearing as well uh, when that loses those titles. So uh, moving on. Next thing is, uh, Jonathan posted here that the Swamp Thing gets a full trailer. Uh, I took a look at the trailer, and uh, basically it's a lot of uh, people on the bayous, um, you know, being things. Lots of uh, strange things attacking them that they can't see, and at the end of it, you see the swamp thing rise out of the water, and uh, you know that's where the trailer ends. Uh, it reminds me of a. I think there was a Swamp Thing movie back in the in the late 80s, early 70s, late 70s, early 80s, uh, starring Adrian Barbeau. I'll have to look that one up to see if that was the case. But one more thing, uh, just before we move on to the main piece today, which is going to be talking about Game, Game of Thrones. Um, there was a comment on Twitter made uh, that, uh, that they didn't think that um, there were much um, shows available on Disney. Um, Dave Mark on Twitter, gentleman that I follow, remarked that the Disney catalog has a massive catalog. In fact, Disney Plus has a massive catalog that includes Mar- all of Marvel titles, all the Star Wars and Lucasfilm titles, all of the Disney movies, of course, and the Fox catalog, which includes 30 seasons of The Simpsons alone. So that's 7,000 TV episodes, 500 or more movies to start. So that's not such a small thing. So that's a pretty big contribution from the um, what Disney Plus is going to be offering for people. So moving on to the main piece today, we're talking about uh, Game of Thrones uh, Season 8, Episode 2, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. And uh, so we start off the show where we left off in episode one. Jamie's in Winterfell. Uh, he's now being cross-examined by the uh, the council, who's uh, Daenerys, Jon Snow, Cersei, and a few others, and, um, and Bran. So he's being cross-examined by da- Danny as it starts off and uh, questioning why Cersei said she was promised she would send an army, and uh, she didn't. She sent one knight with one hand. And uh, so Jamie's asked why. Why are you here? And, you know, I'm not here for my sister. I'm here, you know, to fight for the living. So he's here to contribute his piece to the war effort. Um, she says, you know, you, you're famed for killing my father, for stabbing him, my father in the back and slitting his throat, uh, you know, and so that's uh, kind of why he's you know, being looked at. Um, and Jamie says, I did everything I did for my family, to which Bran says, the things we do for love. And he just kind of looks at Jamie and Jamie kind of looks at him. So, you know, obviously cha- exchanging glasses about the uh, the first time they met, which was the last time I think they saw each other as well. Um, just, a, you know, at the end of the, the you know, just before we go, so, um, Brienne jumps up and says, you know, that uh, he vouches for Jamie and that, uh, you know, he was attacked when they were uh, traveling together and uh, he was her prisoner. And, uh, you know, they were attacked by some ruffians and uh, Jamie defended her and lost his hand in the act of defending her as well. Uh, she also reminds Sansa that um, he had made a promise to her mother to return her safely to Winterfell, which they had, had managed to do. So, um, you know, John kind of uh, leaves the council early after the 
the decision has been made that they would take uh, Brienne's word for trusting that Jamie was a, a good soul. Um, interesting to note that uh, D- Danny's not very pleased with Tyrion for his poor counsel because he made a mistake in not knowing that Cersei would would double cross them, and she calls him a useless hand as well. So he's a bit worried about that. Um, we switch over to Gendry, who's working on in the in the forge, uh, making web dragon glass weapons to fight the, uh, the White Walkers. And um, Arya comes up and uh, he says, "Have you built my weapon yet?" And he goes, "Well, I'm building these ones first, and you're just going to wait. You really don't know, understand death." And picks up a physical ra- dragon glass and hurls it at a post. Picks up another one, hurls it at a post, and the third one lands as well in the post. And he, she just looks at him and says, "I know death. Now make my weapon first. Uh, Jamie's uh, by the by the Godswood finds Bran and uh, asks him point blank, "Why didn't you tell them about what I did?" And Bran says, "What good would it do if we killed you now?" And he goes, "Well, what about afterwards?" And uh, Bran says, "What if there is no afterwards?" Very cryptically. Uh, Danny uh, later on approaches Sansa to broker some peace, and you know she says, "You know we we've been at each other's throat. I would be here." Um, and Danny says, or Sansa sort of implies that uh, Daenerys or that John is is doing what Daenerys wants, and uh, Daenerys points out that she's actually here because she loves her brother and she believes him, and so it's she's following John, not the other way around. And they grasp hands as they're talking, and you know get very conciliatory, and, and you know seem to be brokering peace. And at one point, Sansa says, "Well, what about the North?" And uh, you know when Danny says she's going to take back the throne, and what about the North? And Danny pulls her hand back rather abruptly, indicating that she hasn't really thought about that or she's not really prepared to let one go. We switch over to da- to Davos, and uh, he's serving onion soup, and Gilly's collecting women to go in, into the crypt. And uh, one young lady there, she says she wants to be, be a soldier and fight in place of her brother and father who were killed earlier. And um, so uh, she says, "Well, I'd rather have you in the crypt to protect me, defending me." So later on, we find ourselves in the in the war room, and uh, Bran reveals that he's uh, been had this FaceTime connection with the with the Night King, and so he suggests that you know the Night King will come for him. And uh, so they they you know, object to using him as bait. He goes, "Well, what else are you going to do?" So they decide to put him uh, put him up for bait. So they'll protect him as much as they can. Foreman uh, and, and a couple of other people from the, the Wall arrive, and having been through Last Keep, I think is the name of the place. Um, he says that we've walked, around, we have to travel around the Walkers to get here, but all the people are in Last Keep or dead. Foreman uh, tells later on they're having a beer and or drinking some wine. Foreman says tells a story about how he killed a giant and uh, was suckled at the teeth of his wife, who was um, he was uh, thought he was a baby and took care of him. And then he's then there's a scene where he's awkwardly drinking milk and pouring it all over himself. And meanwhile, he's trying to impress Brienne, and she's just turning up her nose. Uh, at some point, somebody asks Brienne about, you know, whether she ever wanted to be a knight and that kind of thing. And, well, you know, obviously she says, well, I can't be a knight. There's no king around here to knight me. And Jamie stands up and says, well, as a matter of fact, any knight of the Seven Kingdoms can, can knight another. So he calls Brienne over to his to him, has her kneel in front of him, and he knights her a knight of the Seven Kingdoms, which is... What there? What she is? So now you know. Arise, Sir Brian. Arya visits the Hound up on the wall, uh, for story for himself. And the one-eyed guy—I can't remember his name now. Um, I saw it yesterday when I was watching the show. Uh, anyway, I can't remember his name. The, the, the one-eyed guy who can't die, who's, who's had his lives, you know, been resurrected a few times um, through magic. And um, anyway, so she just gets you know annoyed with the two of them and says, "I'm not spending my last nights with you two miserable shits." And she wanders off, uh, which is kind of a foreshadowing for the next episode. 
I'm sure Jonathan would say. Um, so, uh, Gendry, later she, oh, she, Sam walks up to Jorah and gives him his Valerian Steel family sword and uh, saying that he'd be better off with this than I would. And, uh, and uh, so, of course, Jorah says, we'll see you when all this is through, which, of course, is a good uh, foreshadowing to the fact that uh, one or more of them will not make it all the way through this next battle. Gendry te- meets up with Arya later on. It's, I think it's at this point, I'm not sure if it was here or earlier in the story, but he tells Arya that he is actually Robert Baratheon's bastard son. So uh, he does sort of have a title and or he, he's not just a regular mythy. Arya decides, well, you know, this is the last night I'm going to be living, so I don't want to, you know, not have enjoyed all the spoils of life. So she offers her cherry to Gendry and they happily go at it. Um, Jon Snow has been avoiding Daenerys. He finally, finally catches up. She catches up with him in the crypt and uh, he's standing in front of a statue of Lyanna and asks who Lyanna Stark is. And Daenerys was told, she tells him that uh, her brother had raped, didn't, um, brother Rhaegar had raped uh, Lyanna. That's the story. And Jon says, no, as a matter of fact, they were married for love. And uh, as she lied, di- as she died bleeding from after birthing her child, he gives the child to Ned to be raised as his own bastard. And at which point he tells her that my real name, my name, my real name is Aeon Targaryen. Bran told me and Sam confirmed it in the writings. And uh, he says, a secret no one in the world would know except your brother and your best friend does not, not seem strange to you. So she's not happy. She storms off. If this is well, before she storms off, she says, if this is true, you'd be the last male heir to the house Targaryen and you'd have to claim the Iron Throne. At which point, you know, the doorbell rings and the pizza's here. So they have to go and deal with that. So some interesting things here with, you know, Arya and uh, Gendry and uh, the Hound, which will come to play in the next episode, as we'll see. Um, some interesting tension between Jon and Daenerys over Jon's true identity now that she knows the truth that he knows and he's been avoiding her. And uh, yeah, we now have a Sir Brienne to sort of uh, lead, the, lead the fight and uh, help the battle and that kind of stuff. So well, that's the uh, where we end the episode and we'll have to wait and see for the next episode what, what happened, what transpires. So let's move on to the watch list. Um, so the uh, watch list obviously for Jonathan uh, last week was to see the uh, Avengers Endgame. No, no doubt about that. Uh, he had tickets to go see it with the number one fan, Xavier. He went. Uh, Jaime also went and I saw it here in Hawaii on the Friday. So I think we're all first-nighters. Um, interesting, there's a scene where uh, Captain America does a, a rather amazing feat and uh, one of the, uh, something that you know nobody saw coming, one of the uh, uh, fans in the room yells out, yay, it happens. So Jonathan's other thing on the watch list is the Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3. Again, he says, duh, again. So that's a no-brainer. And finally, Jaime has posted a uh, piece on, that he found on Twitter that uh, if Game of Thrones was an anime, somebody's taken time to go through and, and jazz up with, you know, Japanese anime music and uh, interesting drawings to make the, uh, you know, all the characters from Game of Thrones drawn up in the anime style. So there's an interesting little one-minute video. I suggest you watch it. Just sort of take that in and enjoy. Anyway, so that's it for another week. Um, my name is Tim Mitra, T-I-M-M-I-T-R-A on the Twitter machine. That's the best way to get a hold of me. You can find Jaime as at Dev with the hair, and you can find Jonathan as at JPK News, all of us on Twitter. And uh, we'll see you in the future. Bye. If you want to find out more about the podcast or see the episode show notes, visit the Spockcast website at spockcast.com. You can get in touch with us on the website or follow us on Twitter at SpockCast. If you have feedback or questions, send us a tweet with the hashtag AskSpockCast. If you like the show, please consider recommending us to a friend, writing a review on iTunes, or pledging any amount at patreon.com slash SpockCast. 
You can find details on how to help us out on our website at spotcast.com slash sponsor us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the future. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.